Hello and welcome to the City Diplomacy Students Podcast, Season 4, Episode 2. I'm your host, Martin Faucon, in collaboration with Tejas Gangavaram, under the supervision of Dr. Lorenzo Kilwin Grandi, Professor of the Fall 2021 City Diplomacy course at the Sciences Po Paris School of International Affairs. Every Wednesday, this program provides a fresh analysis of the nature, scope, and challenges of an international organization's urban strategy. Today, Tejas and I will focus on the Food and Agriculture Organization. A few introductory remarks before. First, uh, the FAO is a UN agency that aims to eradicate hunger and reduce poverty in the light of the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Since the late 90s, the FAO has become more proactive in the field of urban food management. Second, today 55% of the world's population lives in urban areas and by 2050 this number will rise to two-thirds of the world's population. Rapid urbanization has already led to an increased demand for food in cities. Traditional food production systems are put under pressure and are more exposed to shocks. In addition, cities are major contributors to climate change. The need for resilient and sustainable urban food systems is greater than ever. And it is in the light of these challenges that the FAO's urban strategy evolves. Third, it should be noted that the FAO is primarily a technical agency. It provides technical support and expertise so that local and national authorities can implement their own projects and policies. This is of course reflected in the FAO urban strategy. But then, how does the FAO structure its urban strategy? How can this strategy be accurately characterized? How effective is it? These are all questions that Tejas and I will try to answer today. In the first part of this podcast, we'll look at the two main current urban programs of the AFAO, as well as its urban agenda. In the second part, we will focus more specifically on the importance given by the AFAO to this network of cities. In the third part, we will look at different challenges facing by the AFAO in the field of urban food systems, including COVID-19. So first, Tejas, what can you tell us about the AFAO urban programs and agenda? Talking first about the programs, the FAO Urban Strategy operates in the form of thematic and regional programs to which an agenda has been added. Let us focus on the two main current programs, the City Region Food System Program, also known as the CRFS program, and the Green Cities Initiative. After this, we will briefly detail the FAO Urban Food Agenda. First, talking about, we'll talk about the CRFS program. What are the uh, objectives of the, this program? The program was launched in 2014. The initiative aims to increase the resilience of food systems by promoting stronger links between urban and rural areas. The initiative also seeks to break the rural-urban divide by adopting the more inclusive terminology of city-region. This terminology allows for an inclusive region-based approach and helps to identify many other smaller-scale contributors whose actions might otherwise be overlooked. Such an approach also allows the specificities of local contexts to be better integrated when developing an appropriate strategy to address the problems. Okay. Um, has this program been able to build a, a network of many cities? More than 10 cities have been involved from many countries, such as Rwanda, Ecuador, Ghana. Uh, and this allows for the creation of a network around the project, which in turn enables the exchange of information between cities. 
And um, what does the FAO do in practice? Uh, what is the, the structure of the program? For, for what results? In concrete terms, the FAO has developed a toolkit for cities. The toolkit consists of clear guidelines for both local authorities and various stakeholders with several steps. They aim to delineate the CRFS, collect data and analyze it in relation to the objectives of sustainability and resilience of food systems. This data is then used to determine policy and planning interventions, which are presented in the form of a policy brief. The ultimate goal is to influence policymakers and other stakeholders to reform the CRFS. In setting up the process, the FAO plays the role of a coordinator. It recommends specific actions and structures and facilitates the diagnosis of the CRFS through field studies. The program has led to measured progress in each city, both in terms of food politics and food governance. For instance, in Zambia, in the cities of Lusaka and Kitwe, the food security of the inhabitants is threatened by rapid urbanization and droughts. The data collection allowed for the development of multiple strategies. The project has strengthened cooperation between the two cities and joint food systems planning between the two cities is currently under discussion. Thanks, Tejas. Um, so we can see that it's really the idea of networking and the idea of technical and management support that are at the heart of the FAO's urban strategy. And this is also what we see uh, with the Green Cities program. Um, the Green Cities initiative was launched in September 2020. Uh, this program includes 100 cities over three years with a target of 1,000 cities by 2030. The main objective of uh, the AFL Green City program is to increase people's well-being through better access to products and services provided by the urban and peri-urban forestry, agriculture and food systems. The project is still in its uh, early stages, but networks are beginning to form. The Green Cities Regional Action Program for Africa, for instance, was launched on uh, June 21. Uh, this program intends to apply the Green Cities initiative in six pilot cities, including Kigali in Rwanda or Nairobi in Kenya. It will focus on innovative, quick win solutions that have yet to be determined. When it comes to the um, FAO's methodology for this program, uh, several points appear. First, uh, the FAO is committed to creating an enabling environment for cities by uh, creating guidelines, for instance, or by identifying useful technologies and necessary actions. Second, um, the FAO will take actions uh, targeting cities depending on the size of the city in question. Uh, those sizes are the, for the metropolitan cities, the intermediary cities, or the small cities. In general, um, it will provide technical support to local governments in the areas of uh, rural urban linkages, uh, green spaces, food processing and distribution, and food environments and food waste. When it comes to the results and potential evolution of, those, uh, of this program, um, as I said, the program is still in its early stages and it is therefore difficult to assess uh, its results. But the Green Cities Regional Action Program for Africa, as a regional application of the Green Cities Initiative, shows a willingness to take the project forward. Thank you, Martin. We have talked about the two most current uh, FAO urban programs, but we have to say a few words about the FAO urban food agenda. The FAO urban food agenda was adopted in 2016. 
It sets the overall strategic direction for the FAO. It provides a conceptual framework alongside FAO's programs. It also provides a long-term vision linked to the goals of the United Nations Sustainable Development Agenda for 2030. Based on the urban food agenda, the FAO has established a framework. This framework defines guiding principles such as the search for rural-urban synergies and social inclusion and equity. To sum it up, it seems that the urban food agenda is therefore a direction in which the more concrete projects fit. Well, talking about the two main AFAO's programs when it comes to its uh, urban strategy, we briefly mentioned city networks. But the AFAO network strategy should be further detailed. Um, and let's move on to the second part of uh, this podcast. As already mentioned, each AFAO program creates a network of cities around its project. The AFAO encourages and simplifies the creation of these networks. Um, in this perspective, the Urban Food Action Platform was launched in 2017 to facilitate the exchange of information between cities via a database. Above all, uh, the FAO is building on existing networks by cooperating with other entities. The most symbolic example is the Milan Urban Food Policy Pact, the MUFPP. In 2014, the mayor of Milan launched an international protocol to address food-related issues at the urban level. In this perspective, uh, the Milan Pact was signed in 2015 in Milan by over 100 cities. The governance of the MUFPP is managed by the Milan Mayor's Office, uh, more precisely by the International Relations Department. The AFA works in close collaboration with the AMUFPP Secretariat. They have collaboratively launched the manual and resource kits on the monitoring framework of the Milan Urban Food Policy Pact. This manual provides practical steps, tools, indicators, guidelines, and methodology for a series. In addition, the AFAO can participate in the MUFPP Global Fora. For instance, the second annual gathering and summit of Milan Pact Myers took place in 2016 at the FAO headquarters in Rome. The Milan Pact, the, the MUFPP, is also integrating in some FAO projects. In the Green Cities Initiative program, FAO is committed to facilitating partnerships between cities using existing networks, including the MUFPP network. It should be noted that AFAO works with other city networks, such as the C40, which is a, a network of the world's megacities committed to addressing climate change. I could also mention the uh, United Cities and Local Governance Organization. Um, the AFAO, for instance, uh, joined in, uh, to, in 2020 the um, UCLG World Congress. Now that we know more about the AFAO urban strategy structure, uh, let's focus on some more specific changes that the AFAO faces. I uh, therefore give the floor to you, Tejas, for this uh, third part. Thank you, Martin. Uh, now I will briefly discuss two types of challenges. The first challenge that I'll be focusing on relates to the difficulty of mobilizing support from local governments. Urban agriculture can often be in competition with other sectors uh, of development that are more profitable for cities. For example, in Ru Rwanda in the 1990s, the capital Kigali was the subject of a development plan. In the meantime, Kigali faced strong pressures due to urbanization and population growth. 
green spaces that were originally allocated for agricultural use have been reallocated to residential development another aspect of the challenge is that projects need to bring together actors from different institutions sectors and levels and this can often be a very difficult task in general people have historically not really thought about food in urban development they tend to take it for granted and excluded from the agenda what what can we expect them it is difficult to predict developments in this highly subjective area however there are a number of elements that are definitely worth highlighting first the pandemic crisis has made local authorities and cities aware of the importance of sustainable management of urban food systems this could make mobilizing local governments uh, support easier for the fao second even before the pandemic cities were showing a growing interest in better management of urban food systems this was partly due to the persuasive work of fao emphasizing on concrete issues such as waste management which were already of growing concern to local authorities of course uh, there is one major challenge that we still need to discuss covid-19 and uh, the fao response to the pandemic covid-19 has accelerated the problems of poverty and hunger uh, the disruption in food systems as a consequence of government restrictions in addition to the loss of livelihood and rising unemployment has deeply worsened uh, food insecurity food shortages uh, deepen and primarily hurts low income communities um i i remind you that we will focus here on the fao's response to covid-19 as part of its urban strategy not fao's overall strategy to the pandemic several aspects of uh, fao's urban response to the pandemic stand out uh, first information sharing then the role of existing programs such as the green cities initiative um and third the more concrete fao emergency actions It is also worth talking about some aspects of the general FAO COVID-19 response and recovery program in light of the urban the FAO's urban strategy. Now I'll be talking in a little more detail about the specific aspects that Martin just mentioned about the FAO's urban response. First I'll be talking about information sharing. The FAO shares information with the cities in order to better tackle the COVID-19 crisis. The FAO is currently using the Urban Food Action Platform to post relevant resources related to COVID-19, including the experiences of different governments and urban food system actors in dealing with the food disruption caused by COVID-19. Most importantly, the FAO has conducted several reports and studies to highlight the vulnerabilities and strengths of urban and peri-urban areas in the light of the pandemic. A major survey was conducted in April 2020 that highlights the fra- fragilities of food systems and provides a better understanding of how cities and their different diverse food systems have coped with the pandemic shock. The results of the survey were shared in a global webinar with 350 participants which also highlights the FAO's strategy to disseminate information to its network of cities. This indicates that the FAO conducts webinars conferences seminars and this forms an important part of the FAO's urban strategy secondly i'll be talking about the existing programs when it comes to the existing FAO programs used to tackle the covid-19 crisis we should first mention the city region food systems program 
the knowledge resources and capacities of the city region food system program appear to be particularly useful tools for the cities that have set up this process an example to illustrate this is the city of quito in ecuador that had set up the cfrs program and in this perspective had conducted mapping of local markets and vulnerable communities in the city this was particularly valuable during the pandemic i also need to mention the fao green cities initiative the green city initiative aims to improve the urban environment of the cities concerned strengthening the links between urban and rural areas improving the resilience of urban populations to external shocks such as covid-19 the program is therefore perfectly in line with the long term pandemic resistance strategy finally i also need to talk about the fao's concrete emergency actions the fao has also taken concrete emergency action in the field to support local agricultural production in cooperation with lo- local city authorities for example the fao in cooperation with the local government of the city of el ato in bolivia has supported food producers on the outskirts of the city by providing training safe production activities and new ways to access customers thank you tejas um finally it is worth quickly discussing the fao covid-19 response and recovery program um this is the fao's flagship response to covid-19 but it's not specific to the urban environment. Uh, the program includes a call for investments, uh, support to government, distribution of seeds, and so on. As we said, um, this is not specific to the urban um, sector. However, uh, some dimensions of the plan overlap with aspects of the AFAO urban strategy. For instance, the, the will to strengthen urban-rural linkages. Well, we are um, getting close to the end of this podcast. Um, it was a pleasure to uh, talk to you, Tejas. Um, I was mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. I, I believe it is clear now uh, from our exchange that uh, AFAO's urban strategy is first and foremost a support activity for local governments and cities and stakeholders, among others. This support is often technical, conceptual, but can also be more practical. Um, the idea of partnerships and networking and networks is uh, at the heart of the AFO's approach. Thank you and goodbye.